Hello and welcome to another edition of the Sports Yak. That's John with what I think was a yak sound. And as always, no, that was I'm the Wayne. House yak. I don't know. And I'm oh, and I'm the yeah, John. The yak. <laughs> I'm here sitting here with John the Yak Guzon, and we're gonna. Yo, what's up? <laughs> That's a good way to start. Great way to start the program. Hey, let's start another one just in case. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. So welcome. what are we going to do, Wayne? <laughs> I was going to start another no, one. No, no, no. <laughs> all right. Um, I think people will find it very entertaining, right. don't you? Um, all of our longtime listeners will remember the bell. The something we've employed intermittently to keep ourselves on track because we're both scatterbrained and tend to go off the rails and fairly have, easily. And we have a tendency to do these on Saturday when we feel like we have. And when I drink before noon. <laughs> So, we're going to uh, attempt to keep this on the rails. We're going to talk Diamondbacks, Cardinals, and Suns. First of all, we'll, we'll start off with the Diamondbacks since the season ended. Um, a little come a little comeuppance is due on my part because... Uh, comeuppance. I like that. Uh, we, we made our predictions many months ago, and mm-hmm. my prediction had the had the Diamondbacks finishing in the 75 to 85 win range. John's best case had them at about around 90 wins with a wild card, which as you may know, was just about right on the money. And I'm lucky. And so he won a lunch bet with me. I don't remember <laughs> what the bet w- exact bet was, but I'm assuming he won. Um, yeah. So I'm going to go get him some cold cuts, and I'll be right back, and you guys just talk amongst yourselves. <laughs> no, I think we can, you know, the sports bell can wait. I think Warm we should. Cuts? I think we should. I think we should um, uh, share it with our, our listeners. You know, I think at some point we're going to have to, one of these, you know, next month when we do the sports yak, we should give out the address and yeah, and invite people down, and and you can you can feed whoever shows. I up. only committed to one pack of cold cuts. <laughs> well, I'll share my sandwich. <laughs> okay. Well, you know, if ten people come, we'll cut it ten ways. So, we'll have to be here right on time. So, John, what's the secret? The secret to what? To such uh, deft prognostications. Um, getting lucky, you know. Yeah. Um, so you, you know because last year. So you had year, sex before the podcast. <laughs> I'm married, um, so you know that's uh, that's a that's a that's an endeavor all of its own <laughs> um, to making sure you have sex right before work. Um, but um, you know, I would have made the same prediction prior to 2016. So okay. it shows you how not clairvoyant I am. Got it. And that I happen to get lucky this year, and you know, we're just you know a few you know inches on Robbie Ray's head. Probably from maybe eighty-five wins because if Robbie doesn't come back and pitch so good in August, mm-hmm. you know, late August, September, maybe we have those eighty-five wins, and you know, you're and still I'm looking right. good. And, and I get my cold cuts. Yeah. Also, JD Martinez. I was going to say your that... Italian salami. <laughs> well, you know me all too well. <laughs> also, JD yeah, Martinez. No, exactly. If that trade doesn't fall into their lap. Exactly. You know, he was worth a few wins right off the bat. So. Yeah, they, they could have very easily been an 80-win team. I mean, outside of about four weeks there, everything went right for that team. That yeah. could have possibly went right. They had that skid in August, but every team, including the best Everybody team. Everybody gets a skid so, now I mean, and then. Yeah. Los Angeles Dodgers had a full-blown skid mark in August. Yeah, I'd like to do some skidding on the Dodgers, but I think we can save that to, to the end. Do, you, uh, do, you, do we want to talk about that, that uh, you know... What? Division series oh. against the Dodgers at I, all? I think or? most Diamondbacks fans don't just want to forget it. It was kind of surprising to me that they came out so flat after come, you know, the wild card game was so exciting. Usually that gives you a little bit of a yeah momentum. And 
They did not seem to have it. No, I'd rather honestly. Well, I mean, Taiwan Walker. Came if we're passing out, out just, I mean, he laid like the goose that laid the egg. Yeah, I, I'd put more of it on Zach Greinke. You can't pay a guy thirty million dollars a year, and he can't pitch one quality start in the playoffs. Yeah, well, you know the. The Dodgers fans. Apologist alert. It was a home game for the Dodgers. But I even the, the even the wild card game. Well, I, mean, I was at the wild card game. He the almost, wild card game had some energy to it, and, and we he, were screwed. But down. he almost served that one up. Yeah, well, I mean, he, he 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 had four great innings, you know, and you know that the Rockies were going to do something. Um, the fact that they if you gave thirty million dollars to every guy who could pitch four great innings, then there'd be a lot more rich pitchers in baseball. Yeah, but you know, again, I don't, I don't, I don't care. I don't, no, <laughs> I don't see you know, you know, people who rate pitchers on their playoff performance at times. You know, I mean, you can say what happened in Game One with the Dodgers; they gave up all those runs. I mean, Kershaw gave up what three home runs in a row. Yeah, almost. well, if I was a Dodgers fan, Kershaw's playoff record would be of serious concern to me. You know, but well. I, I, but I think that that's just the nature of it. I do. I think that when you get to the playoffs. You have teams that want to um, uh, really, you know, jump on pitchers, and they can, you know. And if you're not, you're obviously not Randy Johnson. It's going to happen. And and again, I agree. Maybe Granky's overpaid, but what he gives you in the regular season shows you a little bit of a different aspect. And if you don't have him, you don't make the playoffs. That's true. You know, and there's not too many Randy Johnsons, Roger Clemens, you know, Madison Bumgarners out there. So, yeah, I don't know. I guess just with. You know, he might be overpaid, but I don't think it makes him horrible because... It doesn't make him horrible. I just think, yeah, it's it's hard to have that much money tied up in a guy. I mean, if you're okay just making the playoffs and losing in the first round every year, then that's one thing. But if you have aspirations beyond that, then that contract's going to become an albatross, especially as he gets older. Oh, you know, I don't I don't disagree with you that maybe there's... You know, I mean, we, we could talk about our, our next season predictions starting now. <laughs> Um, but you know, I, I mean, I, I mean, that's really where we have to go. If we're that, not going to talk about the the championship series, the fact that Goldschmidt struck out to end, uh, you know, I mean, he swung on ball four. But I mean, of course, hey, you know, it's not me. He's up there. He's he's delivered in plenty of situations. The guy, uh, guy's obviously a big yeah, player. Actually, but you talk about Granky failing, and then you know, you have your best player out there. He puts up a good at bat to end the series. You know, Mar- Martinez comes up, and that's a winning run at the plate. You know, to end to, to end game three, and the whole thing can be different if you win game three. Yeah, um, I mean, but you know, it, it is what it is, and nobody's really pointing the finger at Goldschmidt because he at least did something. He, put, I mean, he at least a th- oh yeah, he had a couple run home runs, runs in the playoffs. You know, he, he did something. Granky just was... I see Granky threw some good innings. I think I think he, you know, he had some. Yeah, but you can't. But with a pitcher, it's with a starting pitcher, it's not about an individual inning that you, or yeah, two. Well, that you, know, you talk about it's about the start. Are... And if your team goes up big in the first few innings, then you just give it yeah, all. At least back. he didn't. He didn't. He didn't pull what happened to the you know the Indians and the, I mean the uh, you know Yankees and the, uh, the, the uh, who's that team that they beat in the wild card. The Twins. Yeah. Well, but you know, even, that whole thing. I mean, there's so many runs scored in the first inning, and, you know, I don't know. I mean, guys swing for the fences these days, and Granke's vulnerable to the long ball. And I think when there are, guys are swinging that hard, it just takes, you know, one time that you connect on it, and you can't have a closer throw the whole game. I don't, I don't, I, I just don't put too much into it. And, you know, we're already about eight minutes in. All right. We're going to well, lose Diamond. I'm going to transition. Just, I'm going to transition to our predictions for next year. Not that I want to make a prediction. What I will say is I can't really make a prediction until we know what's going to happen with JD Martinez. I don't think he's going to resign just because, once again, you've got the Granky contract. You've got the even more Albatross like contract of 
the potato in left field, the, the Cuban potato. Um, yeah, well, you know, I that's that's where I would go with it. I say that Granky's gone by next spring. So is Tomas. I, who's going to take him though? Who who's going to take T- Tomas? No, Tomas. Oh, somebody will take Tomas. You might have to eat some of the contract. You'll have to eat all gone. of the contract. No. No, no. You definitely won't have to eat it all. If if someone was going to take him, they would have taken him already. He's been on. I'm sure he was on the trade block the entire season. I mean, you know, I I think maybe they're waiting to see what they get. And yeah, I just don't. If you're setting up your team at a different point, I still say he's gone. I still say you make that accommodation because I think he's only got two years left. Yeah. No, it's. I believe it's three. I believe it's three. I still say he's gone. Um, and I say Granky's gone. They keep Martinez. They move Archie Bradley to this. To the, you think they're going to move him to starting rotation? I think after, especially after what happened, and and Bradley's even said something. You need if you have Bradley and Ray, it's you're not going to have the Granky show. Do you think he has enough? And then maybe they keep Granky and trade him into the season. Do you think he has quality enough secondary pitches to be a starting pitcher? I don't think it matters. Archie Bradley. I don't think it matters. No. Uh, I I say you throw his arm, you make him throw ninety eight mile an hour fastballs until it falls off. That just reeks of um. Yeah, who cares? Who's the Yankee? Oh, you see, I can't even remember his name. Jabba Chamberlain. He's gonna He's, call... It's Jabba Chamberlain story all over again. Yeah, maybe, maybe not. I don't think so. I I, I really don't think so. I think that you know Archie needed to turn the corner. Well, I think I'll, he had. He I'll had throw, I'll Archie, I mean, you know Archie's history. He started turning the corner and then he got hit in the face. Yeah. And then, you know, it took him a while to come back from that. I'll give you an alternative suggestion. I think these playoffs are showing just how necessary really good relief pitching is in baseball. The Diamondbacks don't have that. No. If I say you could develop Granke into into an uh, Andrew Miller type who could go eat multiple innings as your setup guy. Granke? Not Granke. Archie Bradley. Uh Yeah. He could be equally as valuable only because pitchers are, you know, not going as long anymore, starting pitchers. And if you're going to have a guy, you could potentially keep Granky. You have a guy like that who can get you to the playoffs, maybe isn't so good in the postseason. If you have a guy like Archie Bradley in the bullpen who you can throw out there for two or three innings, the more experience he gets in that type of situation, work out that way. I, yeah. I, well, I'm just saying my prediction is that that's where they go. Okay. Because I also think that Bradley's going to start to become a problem, especially if they lose and he's in the pen. Things went easy this year because they were winning. Sure. And he he's continually says stuff about starts. You know, he even said something in the playoffs, and I think he was basically insinuating, I can make a better start than these other guys. And I think he's going to be a problem if you don't put him in the in the rotation, and especially if you start to lose. And there's a chance that they could. I mean, hell, Tomas could come back and hit 40 home runs next year, but I say he's gone. Okay. I say he goes someplace else. I mean, hell, even the A's will give him a chance. Yeah, they just won't pay anything for him. No. All right, final thought. Do you think they re-signed J.D. Martinez? Yes. Yes? And what kind of contract? What are you looking at a per year? I think he agrees to do, like, something smaller so that he can get a bigger payday. What does that look like Like, I mean, in terms. Oh, in terms of, like, years? Like, a two-year? Right, yeah. Maybe he does a two-year $30 million deal or a two-year You think he'll take 15? I do. I I, I think he's reeking of a 20-plus million a year contract. Yeah. It's hard to turn down. I, you know what? <laughs> and we're done with Fuck. the time. <laughs> you can say that. This is a podcast. I just don't know um, who's going to give him that that he's going to want to go to. Sure. Yeah. There are other. You, you know, know you've oh, got yeah. Logan Morrison, who just hit 38, which he's never done before, but he could potentially play the outfield. He's a first baseman outfielder type. Jay Bruce, very similar player to uh, JD Martinez. 
didn't hit quite as many home runs. You know, yeah. I mean, but there's there's other guys on the market who can either do something similar or they're kind of the. You next want to talk about below. somebody disappearing, though? JD Martinez disappeared in the playoffs. That's true. Sure. I That's mean, true. he vanished like a friggin'. That's true, and this was, if I remember correctly, this is his first playoff experience. Right? No, he was with the Tigers. I think you know it was a 15, few years back, okay, or something yeah. like that. You know, and he talked a lot about you know playoff experience, and he was you know trying to play up that whole thing. You know, I don't blame him either. I mean, the guy's got to you know slow down at some point. I mean, it's just what happens. I mean, the yeah. Diamondbacks just lost. You know, the, the Dodgers were just sitting back. I mean, that slump is obviously they knew they were they they coasted for a while and they were able to turn it back on, but they were sitting there then waiting all week. They got healthy. Justin Turner. Yeah. I mean, the guy is is you know. Yeah, I don't think anyone he's the second coming of, of Ron Say with. A better beard. I don't think anyone. I mean, I did, didn't expect the Diamondbacks to win that series. If they did win, I wouldn't have been surprised. It wasn't like I thought it was a pretty. They were pretty good as far as wild card matchups go. But you know, the Dodgers, outside of that skid they had, were a steamroller all year. Yeah. And they were bound to get healthy and get right eventually. Well, talk about you know going to segueing into disappointment. The Cardinals. Let's talk Cardinals. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of this, I don't know how long this section will take because. The Cardinals are god-awful in every aspect of the game. Um, you know what I think they miss? F- One of the things? Calais Campbell. I think that is astute. <laughs> I think he, you know, Bruce Arians... Brought loved, some toughness. Bruce Arians loved to just tear him every single week, saying he didn't do enough, but the guy was the kind of the glue on that line. Yeah. Even the, even when he wasn't getting to the quarterback, he was he is such... Just a massive person. He's literally blocking different lanes. The quarterback's looking on. So he's taking receivers out of the game just by sticking his hands in the air. Yep. So they are not getting those deflections. They're not getting any. And then Robert Kandichi's been hurt again. And so the, he's the guy they expected to kind of take his place. Not getting anything from him. So, yeah, I agree. And it's hurting because um, yeah. their secondary is awful outside of Patrick Peterson. So if you can't get any pressure on the quarterback – and then your secondary can't cover. If you're making your secondary cover for longer, that's where you're getting all these big plays. Their secondary is ranked, I think, like in the 20s in the league. And, yeah. And no one's throwing at Patrick Peterson. You can't leave your guys out there forever. Patrick Peterson's covering play. his guy, but yeah, he can't cover all the guys in the field. You know, and and the the Eagles game again, I will say, is that the Eagles are a better team. Yeah, that was. You know, that was a, obvious from start to finish. They're yeah. just a better team. Yeah, but, I, I mean, the Eagles are a better team than a lot of people suppose, too. Yeah, sure. I mean, they I are a t- one of the top teams. They they proved it then on Thursday night, I think. You know, they show that what's happened early. In, you know, we talked on our last podcast. Carson Palmer, Pete Wentz has made the next step, he, I think. And he is... <laughs> he's a... I think he's a... He's, he's looking just, like he's a good quarterback. I just, I just saw, like, Pete Wentz as... You know, I'm a film aficionado, so you know there's that movie The Freshman with Buster Keaton. Sure. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> so I just saw like Pete Wentz playing like, you know, the card you know, being actually the quarterback of any major of of any national football league team, and it reminded me of, oh. of, of Buster Keaton in, I'm, in, I'm, in the freshman. I'm glad I could g- <laughs> give you a laugh. <laughs> I'd love to see Pete Wentz get like piled on too. Yeah. I think that'd be that'd be fun. It would be. He's he's Fallout Boy, right? Yeah, I saw him working out at the at my gym once. Boy, at my uh, gym once downtown Phoenix. Yeah, Yeah. are you taller than? I actually am. (laughs) I actually am. I didn't mean that to be bad. I was just saying he's he's really bringing it back. 
I think you're right. The Eagles are one of the better teams in the so league. Would the Cardinals people... be better with Carson Palmer or Pete Wentz? Um, Carson Palmer, Pete Wentz, I think is who they need. The hybrid. So, but I think they got exposed. They had a, a quarterback who, who with some. <laughs> now that arm... Adrian Peterson's in here. With, yeah. <laughs> exposed and whipped. They uh, quarterback with some arm talent who could take advantage of those of what Justin Bethel likes to call co- coverage. Um, yeah, so one basically the Cardinals have one cornerback and an outside linebacker in Chandler Jones, and everyone else on their defense has been pre- playing pretty subpar. Yeah, but like you said, you don't have any pressure up front. You yeah. don't have you don't have running backs being afraid to hit the line. You don't have quarterbacks mm-hmm. being afraid they're going to be sacked. It's hard to play defense in the yeah. NFL, don't you think? Yeah, and then coming back around to offense. That offensive line, who baby? Yeah, well, <laughs> I mean it's it, it's 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 expected because it wasn't a terribly great offensive line to begin with when completely healthy, and then they've had tons of injuries. Yeah, David Johnson going down doesn't. No, oh, yeah, but even in that game, that game line. before he got hurt, he was having a bad game. He was not getting very good. He wasn't getting any lanes. It's not a surprise he got hurt. I heard these two idiots on the radio. I mean, uh, uh, radio sports talk. <laughs> and they, talk, talk, sports dummies. Yeah, yesterday. And they were talking like it's a it's a complete rehab project now on the line. That they don't expect anybody on the line to be back next year. And for them to have to do it through free agency in the draft. I don't know about that. Only because I think you haven't seen enough from... Um, Humphreys yet because he's been hurt and they obviously thought enough of him to move Veldir over to the right side and Veldir who until this season had been a very good player for them. Don't you think they should just you know if they can't do it they should just suit up Steve Kime and tell him screw it buddy maybe you have to go out there just put your fat butt in the way. And that'll be the 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 best uh, Kime signing yet I think if he can if he can uh, make a difference. Yeah so I but beyond um uh him and beyond um, Humphreys and maybe A.Q. Shipley at center, yeah, I could definitely see them kind of cleaning house because... Well, Potty's done. Is Ayupo- yeah, his... with another, yeah, season in- injury for him, which is what I heard. It was like Veldir. Veldir. The well, I think, catching up. I think he's going to retire. He was planning on retiring in the offseason. You know, he almost retired in preseason. So he's going to cash his checks, which seems like it's the only reason he came back. And then I think he'll be done. So they've got some young guys who they have as backups and... But I don't. None of them have looked very good. So yeah, like Pro Football Focus has their uh, offensive line rated as the worst in the NFL, and they've they well, that'll make you suck. They've trotted out five or six different offensive lines in the first like six or seven weeks of the season. So that's not going to help. You have no consistency. So when are we gonna? Do you think eventually? I mean, we had talked about this before, and you had said that. Football is just going to end up being a video game thing. And I know you said a little tongue-in-cheek. Yeah, I don't. But, you know, a more realistic aspect is basically going to the flag football. You know, where you just go, here you go, um, here's a quarterback. I mean, that's. do you think that's doable? You know, like if no. you just don't throw it in eight seconds, you get a five-yard sack, and then they just... I don't, I don't think so. <laughs> I think people want to see hitting and... Even if they kneel for the national anthem. Uh, oh, and I'd like to remind all of our listeners we are kneeling through this entire podcast. <laughs> Only when we play the anthem at the end. Not to disrespect <laughs> the troops. 
Yeah, disrespect the troops. I'm only trying to disrespect our president. Um, yeah, I mean, what's you know that's the, that's some serious deflection right there. Oh yeah, well troops, it's the trigger. It's uh, not to go to Alex Jones on you, but it's the biggest false flag that oh, yeah. exists. Well, hey, and I don't want to go too far off it either because we're talking sports here. Yeah. Did you see Trump the uh, just you know joke around when they were playing retreat at that military base? Uh-uh. Well, he was he was sitting there talking to Hannity, and you know they play retreat. Every day when they bring the flag yeah. down at 5 o'clock, well, he goes, oh, that's nice. So they're playing that for me or you? Oh, you, because your ratings are so good. God. But he was inside, so he didn't have to. How could, how could they understand what but he was saying? But that actually is for the truth. How could they understand what he was saying with all that meat in his mouth? You mean Hannity's meat? Yeah. <laughs> well, they'd go back and forth. Okay. Oh, let's stay back on the Cardinals, because I think we're getting into... I was on trouble. Twitter yesterday, and he, Lou Dobbs got in on the action. So. Lou Dobbs? Yeah. Now, if they're... You know, I think if Trump ever needs a, uh, a, uh, God, I just had the, uh, <laughs> a dab of dobs. No, a, uh, what do they call that? Uh, God. No, sexual assault. You know what? I, I, I really. <laughs> Fellatio. No. <laughs> you know, when it's not you, but it's somebody else, you know, that's playing you. Uh, prostate cancer. Not a prostate cancer. Not an imposter. Um, a. Portrayal. Fuck. An act. Strangling. A movie. You're bad. Anyway, we'll, JFK. We'll, we'll come back to that after somebody trips outside the window again. And <laughs> is, no, is there another one? No, I was uh, hoping. I was just hoping something would save me. Circling back. Um, Cardinals so suck. Yeah, so, hey, Larry Fitzgerald gave him a win on their own when he cut yeah. that ball in overtime. Oh, yeah. And I think so. On both sides of the ball, I think it all comes back to the line. Defensive line, they're not getting any pressure, and so it exposes the other weaknesses. Offensive line, they can't get the passing game going because Carson Palmer, he's not Carson a Wentz. Carson Palmer this time. He's not a world beater. You know, he had that one good season in 2015. That was an aberration. He's not going to play like that again. He is, but he is a serviceable quarterback if they have a decent offensive line. Well, so do you think he's back next year? I mean, because, I mean, all right. Let, let, wait, I don't know wait, if he'll wait. be alive by next year. <laughs> Before you answer that question, though, let me ask you the other one. We talked about it last month. We said the first month. And so I said, what have no, you seen? I'm married. <laughs> and I said, I'll buy you a almond milk tea from Lux. It's a lot. Come it's on, coffee. I'll give you some other kind of milk. <laughs> Jesus Christ! What are you asking? After the first Ask month. Ask a question. Or after the first month, we talked about that's when you can tell what a football team is. After you've seen the Cardinals play for a month, are they making the playoffs? No. No. No, this is Are they close? Are I, they... No. No. I would be it, I'd be surprised if they win more than five, five, games. five games this season. So they're gonna be as are they gonna be are they gonna better or worse season Arizona State Sun Devils football team, Cardinals football team? Oh god, I don't know. Todd Graham really knows how to tank a season, but <laughs> um I would probably say ASU hey, would probably have a better season. I'd say start rooting for soccer teams. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, the Cardinals have not had one game that they look good this season. Even the ones they've won, they had to go to overtime against two the only two teams in the league that are worse than them. So, do you think the Cardinals then will waste a a, a healthy David Johnson in twenty eighteen by having still not fixed the line? Uh, probably just to put butts in the seats and keep it. So, is Adrian out. Peterson make it? What does he does he do? Oh, anything? I think Adrian Peterson is just going to be another running back, averaging two and a half yards per carry behind this line. I think that was a, a dumb pickup. I don't think he's going to do anything. I think it was, that was more something just to say, hey, we did something. Is he going to blow up the team because he's going to be a cancer in the I think I think if what he did in, with for the Saints is any indication, yes, because he's going to get blown up every time he touches the ball and he's going to get 
mad about that. Okay, we got about one minute left, and I want to stick you on the bell. Uh, who has is does anyone in the NFL or in any professional sports have a better Chrome Dome than Adrian Peterson? Ooh, oh, which one did I? I mean, see? Steve Harvey. I think he's got a pretty nice dome. Steve Kime. <laughs> but Adrian Peterson, his head is immaculate. When uh, when Jerry Jones takes off the skin he's wearing, <laughs> his skeleton has a pretty shiny chrome dome. No, he's got scales. <laughs> <laughs> and, e- <laughs> and each one individually sexually assaults people on a regular basis. That's true. But, but they don't kneel. <laughs> they kneel before the national anthem. But they're moist. They kneel before the national anthem. I don't want to get too far into this. I just want to mention it. Whatever the hell the Cowboys did before they played the Cardinals was so confusing that even the radio announcer, because I was driving in my car when that game started, was confused. He's like, they're kneeling, but the flag's not even out yet. What? They're kneeling in front of where the flag would go through. They're going to have to get up just to let the guy with the... What is happening? <laughs> it confused everyone. Yeah, I, what didn't confuse everyone was Jerry Jones' smug smile as the camera came up and it said, said, see, I always get what I want. And then Roger Goodell said, nope. <laughs> All right, moving on. Phoenix Suns. Oh, finished God. up the pre- Do we have to? We do. We... Finished up the preseason. Um, Jeez. You know. They beat Brisbane. They did. <laughs> they beat a team from another country oh my without God. a basketball culture, so... Thank God for that. Okay. Um, All right. How this is my. I'm not going to ask you. Ask I'm not going to ask you what. How you think they're going to do this year? I'm going to ask you how bad do you think they're going to uh, be this year? Uh, I think that in the beginning of the year, they're going to be so bad that it's not the same team by December. Do you I think, think they, tr- they 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 make some term tr- trades? Do you I think? I don't think they ma- they make trades. To go old, I think they may make trades to go younger. To continue the young built rebuilding Yeah, and process. maybe change some things. Maybe go full in on the young. Yeah, or just have to, you know, accept the fact that um, you're just going to have to play some of these guys. But then again, I don't know. I mean, Do you think? A- Alex Len has been actually encouraging to me. In the preseason, maybe. Yeah, but, um, you know, at least, I mean, no one else seems to be playing well. Now, Booker might be lulling people in some kind of yeah, false scored, sense of security. He scored 31 last night. But it still is pretty Against an Australian team. I, I mean, just have a feeling that, you know, I mean, obviously T.J. Warren can fill it up when I, when, when when you give him the chances. I'm not, I'm Josh not, Jackson looks good. I just don't think they're going to be that good. And I, I do see him being able to turn it around. Do you think that's but a bad thing, you have thing, to though? give up on Jared Dudley, Tyson Chandler, and even Eric Bledsoe. you got to just go... go and give these guys some time. If Booker's going to be your, your your point guard, shooting guard, hybrid thing, and I know that now the Rockets went away from it, um, but I think that's what you have for now. And when Booker gets a little older and slows down, I think he's your only bridge. Then maybe you find a point guard later. Oh, and honestly, Tyler Eulis looked a lot better than people thought he would last year when they gave him a shot. Yeah, when you need somebody to not... to when you, When your team gets in a situation that... Booker playing the point doesn't work. Then you just have Ulis play the point. And 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 what's and what's the biggest knock on on Ulis? It's his size. So he's yeah, too small. Yeah, but I and, mean I don't think it impacts well, his and, game. And no, and no, and I'm saying is the Suns have experience giving up on a, guy, a point guard whose size uh, was his biggest issue. His name was Isaiah Thomas, and he went on to do yeah, pretty well, well for himself. 
you know, I don't know. I don't. I don't hang out in locker rooms. Not what I heard. Male locker rooms. <laughs> uh, all right. You know, with all right. this sexual harassment going around, public right, restrooms aren't locked. I have to say that's not true. <laughs> I've ne- I never knew her. I never had sex with that Lewinsky woman. Um, <laughs> but where are you going with this? But, but you know, but seriously, for all the talk of Isaiah Thomas, you you have to think that there's something about what happens when he gets on a team, no matter what he does. For an ownership or management group to literally think that they're going to trade him before he played another game, I mean, there's got to be something to him. Why he keeps getting moved. Why the Kings then didn't give him money. Why the Suns decided to give up on can him. I, can I give you my argument for him? Like, no, answer my question. No, I'm taking into account. there's no, something else there? No, God, I'm, I'm taking... I am answering your question. That's what I meant. I'm answering your question. I think Kings and the Suns, I don't think you can read too much into it. They're both at least at the time, Stupid. extremely poorly run organizations. The Kings still, the Kings, everyone knows that. The Suns at the time were in the midst of a fiasco. They also shipped Goran Dragic out of town, and he was a good player. Why? Yeah, for, and they, because they he was the nicest guy, and they literally turned him into a monster just because they treated him so poorly. So I don't think you can read into either. Oh, Goran. I, I liked him. I thought he was a really good player. I thought he, you know, he developed really well. He became a really good point guard, and there was no reason to... Anyway, neither here nor there. So I don't think you can read into him being shipped out of town those times. I think he signed... Well, why and he was he decided a, he was a, to choose him? Because he's... Instead of getting rid of Bledsoe. Because, so, because Bledsoe is, your proto, is more of a prototypical point guard workout. Prototypical mid-level, no, but, not very good. No, but look at... I'm, but No, I'm saying just as an athlete, when you look at him, he looks more like what a franchise point guard looks like than when you look at Isaiah Thomas. I mean, can, can Eric Bledsoe run the pick and roll? Uh, I mean, you know... On occasion. I mean, you know... <laughs> so I'm, that's, I'm sorry. I mean, he's not, is, a, he's not... I don't think he's a prototype. I gotta continue answer, answering the question. So he goes to Boston. I'm he does really well there. I'm sorry, Wayne. <laughs> Most, for all intents and purposes, they loved him there in the clubhouse. He loved it there. He did not rip them when he left. He, Is but it Danny Ainge. I think. Well, I think it's the hip injury. I Is think it that's the Mormon. I think it's the hip injury. They went. We can go out and get Kyrie Irving, who's also a premier level point guard, and get rid of this guy who has an injury issue. That's the only thing I'd worry about with him now. I don't think it's a. I think he's definitely and going back though. I think he's a brash guy for sure. And but well, you got but what star succeed. athlete isn't? Right, right. But then going back to it, which we started talking about Tyler Ulis. So, but what I'm saying is smaller I, though, and that's the other point. It's the same thing why Muggsy yeah. Bogues didn't have mm-hmm. an extended career, although he was a pretty dominant point guard for a while. But yeah. his body can't keep up when you're. Having to be a hundred percent max effort guy because you don't have the size. Mm-hmm. If they were white, they'd be wide receivers for Bill Belichick. If they were white, they would they would be like you know slower and never have made it. They'd be wide receivers for Bill Belichick. No, they're, they're even, effort. They're guys. slower than that. No, they're, they're gym rats. Okay, okay. Oh, they're yeah, workout warriors, John. Oh Jesus! You know Tom Brady doesn't drink with his meals because he thinks it hurts his digestion. But then he drinks a lot of water afterwards, so he doesn't get sunburns. And then he wears his magic radioactive pajamas and goes to bed. I think you should just quit. I hate you know I can't stand that guy. I think anyway, I think the number one Lewis, argument for Tyler Scientology Lewis. is Tom Brady because he's a lizard person. 
So am I, Wayne. <laughs> now, um, back to Tyler Ulis. I just don't think, you know, I think he can do it. I say you ride that horse as long as you got. That's what I'm you got nobody else. I don't think he's. But he reminds me of Kevin Johnson. He can run the pickup, the, the, the two men. Like, Not in the shower. I was going to say, he reminds you of Kevin Johnson. On the court. Kevin Johnson now, uh, that, that has a lot of different connotations nowadays. Come on, on the court, as a player. I don't care what they do off court. He's trying to game. privatize the education system? Well, well, you know. Move to Gilbert, Can Kevin. Can we stay focused on <laughs> You and Danny Ainge could mess up the Celtics. But I, I, I just I think that, that Bledsoe's not a very good point guard. That's my personal take. Is that I don't you know, mind him. I don't think he's a top ten. I mean, but I think I he, don't think he makes a team better. I think he can get some stats, but I, I I don't think he's the kind of point guard that can do much to help a team. You know, I don't think with um. I'd rather have a point guard around still. I don't want Devin Booker. I don't want to do that hybrid shit. I want him to focus on filling it up. Buckets, John. Buckets. Yeah, I just don't see that in him. I, 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 you know, I think he has to change the way he is. I think he's too much of that middle guard. I know he's a big middle guard, but he's got to be there. Okay. I think you take, you take Booker and you don't do it. And like I was saying earlier, you don't do it on purpose. You, you treat Booker like you treated Michael Jordan. And I think you have to assume that that's the game he's got to. They're about the same size. You know, Booker can't doesn't have the hops. He can't really slam it like Jordan. It's more like late career Jordan, like shooting Jordan. Yeah. But I, I still, you know, what I'm getting at is that they still had a starting point guard. They had post baseball. They team. had BJ, and they had, Wait, uh, what? you know, Armstrong. Oh, okay. Wait, both of those words are dirty. Uh, uh, <laughs> but the, my point is, is that if you have, you, you know, Jordan brought the ball up a lot, and then there was times where they go, okay, we need to take the pressure off him, so now we're going to have our point guard who is also like a shooting guard sure and i'm doing air, air quotes, quotes for our you can tell by his cadence when the air quotes come into play air quotes so do you think the sports so, yak so you learning think... curve when john says something like blah blah instead of just blah air quotes so you think air uh you think uh, eric bledsoe's gone by, mid, I, think by mid-season. Be. I i you know i th- i think it's been a failure for for many different who, reasons who else I mean, if, if if you didn't have LeBron James going, yeah, Bled, he's my brother. I, I love him. He's awesome. People would have said five years ago he sucks. Little LeBron, yeah. Um, so Tyson Chandler, you think he's gone as well? You think basically all the vets? I think they should. Be. All the veterans? I think they should be. And then, what do you think about? So do you think that once he's healthy again, uh, T.J. Warren and Josh Jackson can get on the floor at the same time? Yeah, and they need to be. So you think Chris? Maybe I think they, play, I think their games complement. What do you think? Other. Play Chris at the center, and then. I say play Len at the center. I mean, ride him this year too. No, no. I mean, how are you gonna? Because how are you gonna get um, Jackson, Len, Chris, and Warren on the floor at the same time? Well, that's the way you start. But then you do an early substitution, and you depend on what your matchup is. You know, if you have a matchup where they're big, then maybe you keep Len in and you take, you know, uh, Warren out, and you have Chris play. You know, because you know you have to look at your matchups, and you have to. You know, be able to, you know, Chris can take somebody to the hole. If you get him the ball down low, he can dunk over a smaller, small forward. What about Dragon Bender? I think, you know, you I, I don't know. Uh, you think you think he's going to do anything? He will break you. Or do you think he's just 
another one of these. He will break you raw. because you're paying him millions and he's not playing. These prospects they get that they say they're very raw and then they just stay raw. Yeah, he's very kind of like Alex Len. He's like eating carrots. Raw carrots is just your only meal for like three years. Um, your ass is going to hurt, and his ass is going to hurt because he's going to be on the bench. John is eating raw carrots—a euphemism to you for something? Because I'm not getting this. No, um, I mean, you know, it's pretty hardcore constipation if you I eat thought... raw carrots. Oh, well, okay. I mean, isn't that just common knowledge? So, or oh, I, wait, I had no idea. how old's your child? Two and a half. Weasley goes on a. A carrot binge, and then okay. and then you'll realize one day when he's like, "Dad, I can't poop." <laughs> well, okay. That's Dragon Bender. Sometimes it looks like when he's driving lane. <laughs> Dad, I can't poop. So I'm gonna I'm gonna counter you saying that Bledsoe's worthless, and I'm gonna <laughs> say I, I agree. I I don't like Alex Len at all. I think he's a complete bust as a number. Of, what was he five overall pick? Yeah. I think he, and the only reason he's still on this team is because he didn't demand. You know, because he hasn't demanded enough money yet. But he's going to go on the floor. When he goes on the market, They're all every team's going to see this seven-footer who's still raw because he's still young and say and throw money at him, and I really hope the Suns don't match it because I don't... All the, see, all the other teams, he's raw because he's a young seven-footer. To the Suns, he's been here for, what, five seasons, and he hasn't done shit. He hasn't, yeah, de- but, he mean, hasn't developed. No, you know... And that might not be his fault entirely. It might be the coaching staff, but at this point, he hasn't developed... Yeah, I think there's a disconnect. I mean, I, like you talked about, there's there's something about when you have a project or somebody who's raw from just his skills, <laughs> then you have a situation where you all of a sudden you give him then $10 million, and you know what? Your motivation to go from raw to an all-star, what motivation do you need? I mean, you got $10 million in the bank. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So once he gets paid, I'm you know, expecting that you he's don't even have better. to sexually harass women because they just want to use you. Okay, Harvey. You know that's a whole different conversation I've been seething on since since all this stuff happens. What what they're doing to poor Harvey Weinstein? Oh no! <laughs> I mean joking. the guy's a scumbag. I want to clarify that was a joke. The guy's a scumbag. I do not I do not feel bad for Harvey Weinstein. The, the guy's a scumbag, but how many women? Are happy that he's a scumbag and they probably made a few million and got in movies because oh. all they had to do was have sex with him. They didn't make a and, few you million know, it's, because uh, he was settling for like $80,000 because he basically threatened them into annihilation with his lawyers. No, I mean that but, they became famous because they were in a movie. Okay, I mean, you know, it works both ways. A woman never has to pay for sex. Okay? I'll have to disagree with, <laughs> I'll have to disagree with your uh, supposition. Well, of what? The entire thing. <laughs> and let's hear. I, this Cut is not it the time. No, yes, not, no, it is. This is not the time. It is. Let, let's is go the, for it. This is not the sports yet. I don't think they're. I, I think a man in power using that power. To of course, it's 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 wrong to do. Is is wrong, and I don't think that. Yeah, but there's these women are. Don't you think that there's plenty that were also out there that encouraged it to get what they wanted? I don't think I'm in a position to make that determination either way. I think that's too much <laughs> me try, projecting what could or couldn't have happened. Oh, yeah. I don't think, I, I just don't. Yeah, well, you know. I don't have the life experience to make that argument okay, from, from so, one side okay, or the other. Okay, and this is where we started this from, though, and this is the point. Who's Alex having Len. sex with Alex no, Len? No, okay, Alex Len goes to a club. Can he have more of a choice on what he brings home because he's rich and famous 
And if he wasn't rich and famous, he'd be the tall, doofy-looking guy oh, that wouldn't be oh, able to take without him a home. doubt. Without a doubt. Right. But that's different than... WNBA player, she's interested in man. Doesn't matter how much money she's got, she could still pick up whoever she wants because she's a woman. Um, I think, yeah, but that's a lot different than inviting someone under the guise of a professional oh, hey, meeting I, to see, your... See, but you're trying to equate those two, and I'm not. I'm not trying to equate those two. And and I do think that it that 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 whole attitude ends up corrupting people. Well, the only reason I'm trying to equate the two is because we are equating. We're talking about it right now, so we no, are. No, the no, two. no, no, no. We're not equating the two. I mean, and I said to begin with, you know, what Harvey Weinstein does is the same way. But I'm saying I was talking about Alex Len and the difference in when you get a lot of money and trying to go from raw to good, and it's the same thing. It's because it changes people, and it does when you sure. get money and you get that ability to do those sorts of things. It changes you, and without going back to Harvey Weinstein, if you don't yeah, watch it, I don't, which I'm I don't not know if defend, it changed. I don't I'm know not if it changes the you. guy going into a restaurant, taking a girl downstairs, and jerking off in front yeah. of her. Okay, that's just I don't, that's just a whole different yeah. level of disgusting. I don't thing. think it changes you. I just think it exposes <laughs> things about you that you may not have felt comfortable making public before. People become rich and powerful, and now they feel okay. Yeah, and like how now they how feel is, safe. How that's, coaching, I think how I think it all comes back staff, to feeling safe. How a coaching staff can reach a guy when they're saying, "Look, you're losing focus on the defensive end." You've got a guy like, like, like a Mike Trout, and all he wants to he you know he signed a hundred million dollar contract. Yeah, but he was already he was, a lot better. But, he wasn't as raw. When I know. He got no, that no I'm not talking about development. I'm talking about the psychological side of it. Of does it change you? And all that all that dude wanted to do in his off time before he was made that money was go and play weatherman on the local Orange County television stations because he's the most boring individual on the earth. Guess what he's been doing since he signed that fucking contract? Playing, Playing weatherman on the Orange County fucking weather stations really? and going to Philadelphia Eagles games, and he's engaged to his high school sweetheart who's an elementary school teacher. Oh, that's so sweet. So, so he doesn't jerk off? I, I, the, get, I haven't heard anything about him jerking off in front of any people yet. And I will update us here if I do get that information. But what I'm saying is, I don't think getting that money. I don't think someone hands you the ten million dollar check and then you're, then all of a sudden your your DNA changes and you're like, oh, gotta go you know, jerk off in front of some young women. <laughs> I think people who wish that they could do that, but don't feel safe doing it because they don't have the power and the influence to get away with it, don't do it. And then when you hand them that ten million dollar check, that gives them the license. That gives them. They they feel they now feel safe within themselves to go, okay, I can express these urges that I've had because I know that if I get in trouble for it, I can probably get out of it. I don't think it changes anything about you. I think it changes what you feel safe, the weird shit that you're into, how you feel safe expressing <laughs> that. Um, I think Harvey Weinstein would have been a creepy piece of shit if he didn't have a fucking dollar to his name. Now, he just wouldn't have had the avenues to go and actually do the things he did. Yeah. So, I don't know. I don't. I don't buy the argument that oh, it, the money changed me. And, you know. Oh, who Harvey Weinstein? No, yeah. no. That's, Look at every. We were talking about two. I mean, I'm, I'm, I was talking about Alex Len and about his motivation. Yeah, no, but I'm, I'm just talking, talking about, about anyone. Anyway, if Alex Len gets this contract and he goes out and does a bunch of weird, awful shit, that just means he was a weird, yeah, but, awful. No, yeah, but I mean, that just means he was a weird, awful person the whole time. He just didn't feel comfortable doing that stuff yet. Yeah, but we're, you know, we're talking about him on the court, and I was equating it to. Oh yeah, I know. You know how, but even even then, even that different. way, like the players who are you know 
They get I mean, the big contract. I, mean, I want to make it clear. Alex Lynn, as far as I know, has not is a very righteous and upstanding young man. We're not trying to compare him oh. to Harvey Weinstein. No, but even on on the court stuff, the players who get the big contract and then stop trying, they were those guys before. They just didn't have the money yet. Yeah, I mean, you know, and you're never I hate surprised to say like, that like, Bull Durham really has insight <laughs> to sports, but it does. Yeah. How how. He goes, Nuke loop. Yeah, you know, Nuke goes, I got a Porsche. What do you got? Because he got the big signing bonus. Yeah. And you then had to motivate him to listen. And some guys just never get there. And baseball's different because they have the minor leagues. But how many guys get that big contract and don't make yeah. it? In the NBA, you're making even more than that. Sometimes yeah. It's not just a $5 million signing bonus. If you're the number five pick, what, he had, what, $30 million guaranteed? I don't, or I don't think it's that much, but it, it was a sizable amount of money for sure. Um, yeah, it goes back to like a guy like Albert Hainsworth. If you're not paying attention, you see him sign that huge contract with the Redskins, and then he just takes a shit, and you're like, oh, see, the money changed him. But if you go back and look at his playing history, he had, people had questions about his motor and about his right. dedication to the game before he signed that contract, which is why only one team offered him the big contract. See, and that's also the other difference between Harvey Weinstein and these guys. He had a strong motor. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> no, he doesn't. You know, he's in Wickenburg, I heard. I heard he was at the Phoenician, and people oh, were getting yeah. pissed that he's oh, staying at the Phoenician. Yeah. You, you know, heard it here first. Because when you're going for a, se- uh, for a sex addiction, sex addiction, air quotes, treatment, no no better place than Old Town Scottsdale. Well, yeah, you know, you, you hang out at the Phoenician, you take your helicopter oh, to the Willows. Speaking of, I just want to let everyone know, I am going to go... Uh, for some treatment for drug addiction in uh, Tijuana. In, yeah, in uh, the Rolling Stones tour van. So, tour bus. You mean so. back in the 70s? Yeah. Right? Because right now they're just... Oh, you know, today, yeah, no, I'm going to go, I'm going to be staying in Keith Richards' back pocket for a few days uh, just, you know, to hey, clean do, up my coke addiction. Do famous people do drugs now? I, I, I assume so. Is that a trick question? <laughs> no, I'm, I was just wondering. I think so. Um, See, I, Johnny I, Football. I happen to Johnny Football. No, he just drinks too much. Alcohol is not a drug. You know Johnny Football was doing copious amounts of cocaine. He, he wasn't. You don't post that many photos of yourself with money in Vegas if you're not doing cocaine. Yeah, well, you know he was hanging out with <laughs> Money Mayweather. Oh God! All right, we're at forty-six minutes. I'd here. give we Mayweather. I'd give Weinstein. Mayweather money if he could spell Mayweather. Uh oh! Wait. <laughs> You got it. Speaking of, see, that brings it full circle because you know who else hangs out with Mayweather all the time? No. Isaiah Thomas. <laughs> Shit. I bet you they make it rain. And he's also the perfect example. What the? I think that was your phone. Uh, m- money did not change Mayweather and make him hit those women. <laughs> he was the type of piece of shit who would do that anyway. Well, yeah. I mean, there's there's lots of peaches of shit. <laughs> Once again, I have a toddler, so I know. <laughs> oh yes, you surely do. You know, I you know things have to change. I think in in the Suns, I I don't know whether McDonough, you know, has the right, you know, temperament, um, you know, to be the GM. He's made some good moves. I just don't see the Suns doing anything. I think they got to make some changes. I think, you know, you you look at ownership, and again, uh, ownership makes franchises. I mean, we can say that that's not the case 
But oh, no. you know, Robert when the Yankees Sarver. had good owners, they were good when and they and when they his sons instance. took over. Well, you know, and Steinbrenner was a good owner there for a while because he managed to get something done. Now yeah. it was also well, he, was horrible. A, he hired a good GM. Um, but well, yeah. that's I mean, the Diamondbacks, their ownership, I think, look at, is not very good. No, and they are but they not find no, but Michael they, Bidwell's been decent. The Cardinals have been good, but they finally hired in terms of Diamondbacks, they finally hired a GM who knows what the hell he's doing. And actually gave him a little bit of leeway to actually do it. And you know, Hazen seems like he's knows what he's doing. Yeah, he's and, done. He's and done he's good. made some good moves. For instance, the catcher. The moves and so did catchers. Dave Stewart, though. Yeah. And you know, I also want to say that that Hazen gave proper credit to Dave Stewart. Oh, sure. For the and yeah, because Hazen came in and made tweaks more than he made yeah. wholesale changes. But it's something like bringing in Jeff Mathis. Yeah. People were like, oh, I mean, you want a catcher hitting 170? Your last catcher Dave Stewart, hit... Uh, Dave Stewart, Tony La Russa that uh, brought in Robbie Ray, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, no, I think that group made good wholesale changes. Was but Josh then, Burns that drafted Paul Goldschmidt? Yeah, and when, but when it came down to little, I think, the focus moves they needed to make to go to the next level, that's where those previous guys fell short. Yeah. Because you see, it's little moves. Bringing in Jeff Mathis literally... Change the fortunes of Zach Granke on this team. Yeah, getting rid of Wellington Castillo. Getting rid of Wellington Castillo. Most people Miguel wouldn't. Montero. Most people wouldn't give give up a, a catcher who's hitting 18, 20 home runs a year, but can't fucking catch. So you bring in and well, you, you know he can he just can't manage a staff. Well, and right? you and you prioritize your your you know you prioritize your priorities. <laughs> yes. Well, but Zach Granke, obviously, you're more worried about Zach Granke <laughs> doing well than you are about. Whatever your catcher's doing, right. so you bring in a guy who can elevate Granky's game. All right, Makes since, sense. since since we're way over time here, yep. How about your sons' prediction? Yeah. Oh, I think they're gonna suck. Um, it, but are I they think gonna that's blow a good... it up. Or are they gonna stay? With no, the same I think team? I think they fully expect to suck. But I, I, so you think Tyson Chandler will be here? Jared Dudley be here? I think the only guy I can see them really getting rid of is Bledsoe if the deal is right. If they can really bring in some new talent. I can see that happening. I think Chandler's going to be around for the long haul because I honestly think that Big Sauce is the future at center versus Len, and so they'll just keep him around until Big Sauce is healthy again and he can be his mentor and then probably transition him into like a coaching role. Chandler just seems to fit with the staff as well as the team. He hangs out with Justin Bieber. He does, and, you know, so nothing says more positively about your character than that. Well, Zane. Well, Zane. Wayne. Yeah, Dad? <laughs> uh, but other than that, yeah, I don't see them moving the other guys just because I, at this I point... I have called my son Wayne, by the way. <laughs> at this point, <laughs> at this point, I see guys like Dudley. They're just roster spots. They're just veterans there to kind of give a little bit of guidance. Eats up some salary. Almost yeah. like a P.J. Tucker type of thing. One of the one of the few salient points I've heard on local radio made about like guys like that is when P.J. Tucker was here, he pushed guys like T.J. Warren in practice. You know, because he's such a good defender and kind of an intense guy that he's making them better in practice. That's something you don't really see on the court. I think that's similar to what Dudley is. Dudley provides kind of that veteran presence because these guys aren't going to get better if it's if you've got a roster of 15, 19 year olds and no veteran presence. So I think you need to keep some of these guys around. I don't think they're going to get a lot of minutes, but I think they're going to be on the roster. I think they're going to change veterans and go from older. Guys to guys that are just like three, four, five years old. Okay, and maybe I can see that. I, the one guy I th- just because of his relationship with Earl Watson is Tyson Chandler. I just don't see him shipping him off unless he requests it. Yeah, I. But can at agree this with point, that. I don't think at this point I think he honestly is he's more of a coach who's on the in the on the in the lineup than he is anything else. He never figured it when he came out of high school. No. 
Really? I, I didn't know much about him when he came out of high school. I was like, no. really I like mean, sick. he looks like somebody who's uh, who's actually worked on his on, on on himself, and he tries to read and get smarter, not just you know. Sure. And boogie cousins. I mean, though I think please teams... don't come down here because you probably just blow a snot and knock me over. If he uh, if he does what he did last year, I could see teams coming knocking because you know Tyson Chandler actually did have a until they sat him down and had a pretty good season going. He was averaging a lot of rebounds, and that can help some playoff teams. But So, you know, and, and the last point I want to make, I know we're way over time, is it seems like the, the, the buzz and the, the static around Marquise Chris isn't there anymore. It's like people are playing it down or saying he's not good all of a sudden. And I thought he had a pretty decent rookie campaign good, for, yeah. for, for a young guy, and it just too. seems like it's just not there. I mean, I, I have think... you, do you get that feeling, too, that this... Not really, but I mean that kind of happens with these guys. They, you know, they everyone has their hype cycle, and unless they go off like Devin Booker and become a legit potential superstar, people stop talking about him. So I don't. So I just I don't think he's quite at Booker's level, but I think he's yeah solid. I, think I mean, don't you think if you start running like a two man game and, and he's, he's pick and roll with him that he should so, be able? To... Yeah, and he's still so young, and I yeah I, I liked what I saw from him last year. So I I fully expect him to continue developing and do well. Fuck what the liberal media says about it. <laughs> well, Wayne, Fake news I appreciate it. Are you going to sign us off here, or are we just going to just go off silently into the night? Let's just be quiet all of a sudden and just... No, we're still here. We're yeah, just... yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thanks for listening to uh, our musings, which range from football and basketball and baseball to the harassment, se- sexual assault. You come here for the diversity. Uh, thank you for listening, and, and uh, we will talk to you on the next episode of the Sports Yak.